Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life, so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel, and ladies, I have a question for you. Are you tired of feeling like you're the one putting in all the effort to make your relationships work? Then go to speakingofpartnership.com right now and click on the big red Tell Me More button and find out how you can get men to do their part. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited for today's show as we actually have four guests on the show. That's right, all four guests from earlier in the week have provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't, we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Lori Davis Edwards was on our show on Monday and shared with us a story of a time when she followed her boyfriend all the way across the country for all the wrong reasons. All right, Lori, what I'd love to have you do is, is help us to kind of illustrate. Well, let's start here. Let's start with what happens when you don't follow your yes. And, and you know, how does this undermine a partnership? So what I'd love to have you do is just share with us a time when you, you didn't follow that yes. Maybe maybe at the time you didn't realize you even had one. But, you know, you look back and you're like, geez, that was pretty clear and I just blew it off. So tell us that story. What happened and, and how did it play out? Yeah. So um, one time when I didn't follow my yes um, was when I moved with my boyfriend at the time to Colorado from Boston. Um, and, you know, looking back, I think that I did it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um it wasn't for the relationship. And I think that's what was, you know, the thing that, that wasn't right about it for me. Um, I did it because 
I needed a change of scenery and I wanted to not live with my parents anymore. And I wasn't happy at the school I was going to um, because this was in college. So I did it, but I didn't do it for the right reasons. And the relationship was fine, but it was like, once we were there, I just knew that it probably wasn't going to work out. So we were together for about nine months. Um, actually, maybe maybe a little less than that in, in Colorado. Um, we were together less than a year before we moved across the country together, which, I mean, spells disaster from the beginning, <laughs> perhaps, but... Um, but we were we were actually there for probably about six or seven months before um, before we broke up, and the moment I knew was um, when I felt like I didn't really like Colorado just wasn't jiving with me, um, and I came home one day after realizing it, and I just wanted to talk about it to my boyfriend, and I was like, hey, I'm just not sure I love it here, and he was like, what? Well, okay, if you leave, that's it. We're over. I was like, wait, what? I No, I was just wanting to talk about how I feel. Like, I'm not sure I love it here. And it wasn't saying I want to end our relationship. And he was like, nope, well, let me know when you decide what you decide because we're not going to be together if you move. And I realized why would I want to be in a relationship with someone who would feel that way or treat me that way or even think that way? Because if we were really in the right partnership, would that even cross his mind? So I just knew that it wasn't the yes (laughs) for me to move to Colorado. It was time to head back home and to end things because he just wasn't my guy. Yeah, that's that's a really great example, and and I love the fact that you 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 know framed it as you were doing it for the wrong reason. Because we can obviously mentally override our gut feeling, our instinct, and go, oh, yeah, but this pencils, and this looks good, and that's a good corporate decision, or that's a good thing, because I love the one you're like, I didn't want to live at home anymore. Right. (laughs) What has that got to do with it? It's like there's a bazillion different ways you can not live at home that isn't move across the country with somebody you're not sure you want to be right. with. It's it's just so funny. But I mean, we all have heard those stories, whether it was ourselves or somebody else saying, I moved here for a guy or I moved here for a woman. Yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> wow, what were we thinking? Yeah. Well, let's flip this around, Lori. What I'd like you to do now is, is actually take us to a moment in time when you had a clear yes. And not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, when I started my business was probably my biggest yes I've ever had. Um, So what happened is I was, you know, really struggling to find a job because I was a marketing um, contractor and I just lost all my contracts because it was the recession and, you know, nobody needed marketing in the recession and, um, there weren't really any jobs for what I had experience in. And um, during that time, one of my friends called. Um, I was really struggling. I was like scraping by. And he called and he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm moving in with my girlfriend. Thank you so much for helping me meet her online. And I'm like, what are you talking about? 
And he said, no, you know, I, you did everything. Like you convinced me to go online in the first place. You wrote my profile for me. Like you gave me all this amazing advice. Like I would not be with her if it weren't for you. And now they're actually married. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. You know, there's so many other friends I've helped when I really sit down and think about it. And so he and I brainstormed, um, what I had done to help him. And I realized that online dating was like this, this special skill I had because I started online dating in 2001 when I was only 19 years old. Um, so I had just been doing it for so long. So I taught all my friends how to do it and I had helped them create these amazing relationships with people. Um, so I just got so inspired, like, wow, I could help people find love and if you think about it, it's kind of like marketing your single self. So everything I had done professionally led me to this moment. Like it, it all can still apply. Um, so I started creating my business right there in my pajamas that night. And two days later with $50 in a Twitter account, I made my um, company live. And it was just the biggest yes for me. But you know what's so interesting is that to a lot of other people in my life, it was a big no. So it was met with a lot of dissonance where people were like, what, now you're an expert or um, that's crazy. Like you should just, actually the guy I was dating at the time told me, you should just go back on monster.com. Like, I don't know what you're doing. This thing is crazy. Like you're never going to get anywhere with it. Um, so even though for me, it just was such a big yes to other people, it was a no, but it didn't matter. I just kept following my yes. And now seven years later, I have helped almost a hundred people get engaged and married. And a lot of them have gone on to have kids. Um, and it's just the biggest joy of my life. That's great. And it's such a perfect example, right? It's like nobody else understood it, but you knew inside, you knew this is what you needed to do. Even though there wasn't really people doing that back then, there weren't a lot of online anything. It was all pretty new. And you still got it because it just resonated in your bones. Yeah. Yeah. I just knew like it was what I was meant to do. But but you're right that back then, you know, there it just it wasn't a thing, you know, having someone write your profile. What? What's that? Like having someone help you online. Why would you ever need that? That's what a lot of my friends said. They're like, why would anyone ever need that? Well, turns out quite a lot of people need it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, who knew, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, Laurie. Yeah, of course. Cherry Norris was on the show Wednesday and shared with us an amazing story of a time. Well, it was her wedding day when she went to her group therapy class and said, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Cherry, I, it would be so great if you would help us illustrate. Well, let's start here. Let's start with how not following your yes can actually undermine a partnership. So what I'd love for you to do is share a brief story of a time when maybe you didn't realize it at the time, but when you look back, you had a clear yes and you just ignored it. What happened then? Do you want me to use an example of partnership with a man or just in a life scenario? Either one is great. Well, I remember when my husband and I were house hunting in Los Angeles, 
because where I was living um, as a single woman was just too small. We needed a bigger space. And so <laughs> we, we looked around and we found this townhome in the marina, in Marina del Rey, where, where I live right now. And and it, it was a great price. And so, we, of course, we put down an offer. And as soon as we did, the buyer said, or the seller said yes. And off I flew to Tennessee. And before I could sign the paper saying, yes, we agree and everybody's in agreement because I was on a plane, I got to Tennessee and there were like three more offers that had come in on this house. And so it was just this big drama. And I remember going to sleep one night kind of turning over should we should we not counter what what should we do and my insides woke me up in the middle of the night screaming this house is a money pit I remember it so clearly like my insides were exploding and I got up the next morning and I went ah I'll we'll deal with it we will deal with it oh jeez <laughs> and we we got the house right and we move in and I kid you not, they went. We have been through an eight and a half year renovation, where like I would be sitting talking on the phone with you, and the windows would be pulled out because there would be men at the window, and sidings down, and doors, and walkways, and elevators, and the pool, and the whole complex while everybody's living here. It felt like living in a war zone. Plus, it was an additional gazillion dollars assessment on top of what we already were paying in our mortgage. And it was just such a freak out. I really was like, I will never, ever do this again. So in that, though, here's the, here's the amazing part of it. In all of that chaos and all of that rubble, I also had the belief that I will create out of this right? No matter what happens. And I remember having our house feng shui like a week after we moved in. And this woman did all the valuations and walked away from it and came back and said the first thing out of her mouth was how soon can you move? And I said, what are you talking about? We just moved in. She said, well, this is not your house. And it's a good thing you're a relationship coach because you'd be divorced if you stayed. And she said that. Wow. And then we couldn't get out. Because nobody could buy or sell during all that time going through the construction. Nobody could. And so finally, on the other side of it, or when we realized we weren't moving, and then this is like 12 years, like, where are we now? We've been about 10 years later. um, When Lorenzo and I were starting to unravel and complete, and it was impossible to sell the house, I started painting. I just got on this obsession with this beautiful Annie Sloan chalk paint throughout the house and turned our home from what looked originally like this mountain alpine home into this French beach cottage and renoed the bathroom and got it all lined up. And now here it is. I have created, literally created, off out of this house and putting it on the market. It's like, if it sells for what we're asking, it's like Eureka. It actually <laughs> does work. And my insides are saying, it's time. And I didn't get the notice until last week that it's time and that there's the, here's the window. And if I don't go now, it will, the door will close for another few years. Yes, that's cool. <laughs> 
great, mm-hmm. great story. Mm-hmm. So let's flip this around real quick. What's a time when you had a clear yes and, and you recognized it and you followed it? Right now. I'm Just in it. what you're in it. I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it. And I have no idea where it will take me. I really don't. I have ideas of where it could, but I really, I don't know until I know. Because I don't know when the house will sell. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really don't know. And it's exhilarating and liberating and completely terrifying at the same time. But I'm, I'm on all cylinders. And I am just watching the magic unfold. That's so great. And, you know, I love the way you said it was, you know, a window is opened. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is. It's not there forever. No. Your yeses aren't infinite. They're for no. now because that's why they mm-hmm. showed up in this moment. And that's you've got right. to act or you'll miss it. Or you miss it. Yeah. And I did not listen the first time. And I said, I will never not listen again. Yeah. Well, and so if I ignored it, I would have gone against myself, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And paid a bigger price for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. And thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, do we have time? Because one other little thing came up that, that might be beneficial for a listener in relationship. If you have time, I have time. Well, we'll just like, okay, we'll make a time. Okay. A couple minutes here. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you. Um, on, on my wedding day, when I married Lorenzo, um, I went into Pat Allen's uh, group therapy on that day. And I, I remember being in the room saying, it's my wedding day. And the women in the room going, ooh, you know, and clapping. And then like stopping and going, wait, wait, it's your wedding day. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I said to Pat, you know, I'm getting married today. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. And she said, well, do you have faith you will survive it if it doesn't work out? And I said, yes. And she said, then get married. And so when I went into my marriage, I knew I would stay as long as the love shall last, as long as it was good for you, good for me kind of thing, you know, as long as we were building something very positive and whatnot. And I also knew that I would survive it if it didn't work out. And that, and I stayed until I knew I would not survive. You know what I mean? I stayed until our lesson was complete. I stayed until there was no place else to go except to complete it. And I think that's really important for, for, for anyone who's considering marriage or long-term relationships, that you, it's, it's, you stay until you can't stay any longer, until there's no energy on it, or you reach a non-negotiable, or till you're, till you're really complete. And I think a lot of people are trapped in the idea of like, if I marry, it will have to be until physical death do I part. And I believe it has, if you marry, it's until the death of the relationship do you part. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, because to me, personally, there is no such thing as a failed relationship. I agree. It's just whatever took place and the lesson was learned and you got the gifts that were there and that's completed. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, thank you for adding that. That is a great gem. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it 
to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.